What is up, Sam fam? I'm so stoked that you're back here with me yet again for another Talking with Sam. And you said, Sam, what are we talking about today? Well, this right here, we all are a part of one. No matter whether we like it or not, whether we choose to or we don't, we are a part of what, Sam? A community. And so that being said, I wanted to reach out to someone who I didn't grow up with, someone who was not from, you know, the metropolis of North Carolina. I said, let me reach outside of the United States like if I possibly can. So I had joined this group on Facebook and I posted something. And this lovely lady, yes, she responded and I reached out to her because I said, oh my goodness. She is, um, she's originally from South Africa, now living in Western Canada. And I'll let her tell her story further on down the road. But, you know, we said, Sam, what are we going to do? We're going to be talking with Paula today from Knowing Me, Knowing You with Paula. So go ahead and grab me something to eat and something to drink. So let's talk because you're talking with Sam and Paula Lamb today. What is up, Sam fam? I am so excited to have you back here yet again for another episode. And like I said in the intro, I want you all to help me send some love out to our communities because there's a lot going on but today i said i really want to reach outside of what i know and talk to somebody else who's in the part of a community that i'm a part of but you know we didn't grow up together we didn't grow up in the same area the same even region of the world and so with paula today y'all she's going to give you a whole different viewpoint on things that you know that i may not give you the answers to so I really want you to know a little bit more about her. You know, she says the best classroom is jumping in an airplane and experiencing another country's culture, their food, their cities, their history. And, you know, one of my favorite phrases that she has is she believes that if you lead with gratitude and kindness, we will become the best humans we can be by reaching across the aisle, reaching across the border and leading with patience and tolerance. So without further ado, Sam fam, I want you to put your hands together, blow your horns, whatever you're at, and make some noise and help me welcome my newfound friend, Paula Lamb today. Paula, thank you for joining today. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. I am feeling very blessed to be here. I feel very blessed that I've met you and um, I'm excited about our topic. So thank you. No, thank you. Like, I'm excited. I feel like the honor, like I've been graced with such a great spirit being by meeting you. And, you know, like, I'm super excited because after, you know, us talking the other day and like, just mm -hmm. like following you and listening to your podcast, it's been like, like mind boggling. And I'm like, you know, like, I do want to like, like, I'm gonna jump ahead real quick and say, yeah. I loved your podcast, like you're, you're six and seven talking about your friend who was the paraplegic and even bringing her kids in and getting their perspective as well, because a lot of times like you know when we're talking to one person we get one perspective and with this we got like multiple and it made me so happy and it helped <laughs> me bring such a good place so thank you for being a podcaster yeah thank you thank you so Paula like you know like to get started like who are you where are you from like let the Sam fam know about yourself <laughs> so yeah so as everyone and listeners will know my name is Paula and I was born in South Africa and I was raised in South Africa and Zimbabwe. Um, I now live on the west coast of Canada in beautiful British Columbia, Vancouver. And I am a retired personal exercise, lifestyle and nutrition coach. And I've you know, worked in the wellness industry with my own business since 19, 
98. Wow. Don't do the math. That doesn't make me too (laughs) No, you're just 16. (laughs) Exactly, right? And so, yeah, you know, I love all things uh, personal development, fitness, well-being, um, travel, um, like our topic today, community, reaching out, uh, meeting new people from, you know, different countries. I mean, the list can really, you know, go on and on, right? Um, Yes. And, you know, I'm a volunteer in my community and have been for um, the last three years. And, yeah, it really fits with our topic that we're going to be talking about today. So I'm just so happy that I am your guest. I am happy you are, too. So jumping right in here, Paula, because you said you are a volunteer in your community. When you hear the word community, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Yeah, I would say the sense of belonging. Um, you know, a space where you can feel safe mm-hmm. and and at home. But not only that, like community is also related to finding your tribe. Yes. Because really, um, you know, we belong to a world community. You know, we shouldn't mm-hmm. just think about the area that we live in, be it rural or suburban um, or um, the groups that we belong to, which are also communities, but we belong to a world community. And like you said, Sam, that stood out with me, you know, we are not an island and reaching our hands across uh, borders is also what community means to me, right? Reaching Mm -hmm. out and learning more about people around the world and about different countries and religions and cultures. I love all of that. So that is really what community means to me on a greater level, right? I look even more so outside of myself and what surrounds me immediately, right? Yes, I love it. Cause like you said, like with the sense of belonging, we all belong to the earth. We all are here. And like you said, I love how you said we're the more than just you in Canada, me in America. It's like literally we belong to the entire earth and as we have come through and some are still going through COVID, we have learned that community is not just what it, it doesn't just affect, affect one place. It affects like all across the globe. Mm-hmm. What can start here can affect people everywhere. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so like that being said with what you just said, what makes a good community? What makes a good community? Well, I think, you know, number one, obviously you've got, um, you know, that, like I said, that sense of belonging, mm-hmm. um, being able to uh, be a part of that community, right? So relating to the people within your community, being able to be, you know, proactive mm-hmm. um, within, you know, within that community. Um, you know, it's, it's really a, a space where there are key attributes of kindness, care and consideration, right? Yes. For all, right? Um, you know, I mean, gosh, there's, there's so many different things when you look at what's good in, you know, what makes up a good community. I don't know mm-hmm. about you, Sam, what do you think? With me, what makes a good community is like, like the key attributes of it would be like making sure that you can find something to relate to, like you said, because mm-hmm. there's so many things that can divide people, but as mm-hmm. long as we can relate on one thing, that gives us the sense of, hey, we're here together no matter what. Yeah. It may be that we can agree, relate on disagreeing. Mm-hmm. That right there is okay because we are actually in agreement that something's different and we're able to move past this point and to get yeah. more done. And the community is just really 
like, you know, a good community is somebody is a community that can stick together both locally and globally, no matter what happens. I mean, I remember when this when tsunamis happened in Taiwan, yeah. yeah. literally the world came together and said, hey, let's help rebuild them. And that was one of the biggest things to me that really said, hey, we're we're a bigger community than what I know here in rural North Carolina. Right, exactly. I mean, so you talk about that as also, you know, just really um, community here is same interests, characteristics as well. If you look just within your your space, mm -hmm. um, you know, one that is at peace with itself. I had a little look, you know, and think about this, you know, um, mm. uh, you know, a safe, prosperous and happy place, a welcoming mm -hmm. place, a place that is inclusive. Yes. Um, you know, a space where children you know, are looked after and our senior community are respected and valued. That is also a good oh, community, right? Yes. For sure, right? Um, you know, and cultural diversity, I think, is extremely important within your close community that mm -hmm. they're, you know, so that young people can learn about acceptance and tolerance. Yes. Um, and that even although we are different, we are the same and want the same things and work yes. towards the same things. So I think cultural diversity is very important in a community so that mm -hmm. we can all learn about each other. Um, yeah, you know, and we, we all have the same interests at heart, you know, where we just want to have a safe and happy environment that we live in, a clean yes. space. You yes. Know? I mean, those really are, you know, for me, I mean, community is, you know, linked to connection. So it's connection on every single you know, level, you know, yes. uh, I, I mean, it is, I wanted you to say, you know, it is hard when you look at, like, we put forward all those things of these happy places and safety and security. Now that is not always possible as you will know as well in a, in a lot of communities, right? Where there's a lot of poverty. Right. And I think it'll probably sound naive from me, you know, saying, saying that when, you know, there are people that are, there is disadvantage exclusion, people feel powerless mm -hmm. but it's, at the same time it's inspiring for leaders within those communities to keep that idea of what a good community is right i love what you said because like you know yeah. me coming from a background in a very um poor community like as mm -hmm. in the local aspect mm -hmm. it is important that the leaders know how to like keep everyone together and say hey no matter what is going on we're able to do this and I would never forget as a community, like, like one of my friends, his house burned down and this house was given to his mother and um, from her parents as like an inheritance gift. And mm -hmm. it was all that they had. And mm -hmm. my community was, yeah, like the community is like a vast, um, vast a variety of people, but they came together and said, hey, Let's see what we can do. Let's put them in a hotel, even though we don't have hotels in my actual town. The town next to us, we they, they rented them a room, and they literally it was so good to see volunteers come out and to begin to help rebuild the house. Mm -hmm. And because at the end of the day, the mother she didn't have like she did have insurance in the house, but she didn't have enough extra money to like go do something right now. Mm -hmm. And literally, like, once they rebuild, like, like, the community came together and start rebuilding the house as if it was like, you know, like here in America, we have Habitat for Humanity, which is yes. help. And so, like, which is a great thing. 
But the good thing about this, it wasn't Habitat for Humanity. It was the actual community itself rebuilding and giving them a home that they could actually live in. It ended up being better than what they had before. (laughs) Lucky them, right? (laughs) Yes. But like, that's what community does for you. It will help Mm -hmm. you be better no matter what. Like, I mean, we have the opportunity to be in bad communities as well. And those right there is where we are taking our focus off of what we um off of what can be better for us to only about us being about ourselves Mm -hmm. and it's easy to step into that poverty mentality when you're there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and but it's also easy to step into the good mentality like hey if you can do this i can do this we can come together and make it a better picture exactly right exactly and Mm -hmm. i i think of that as well in 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 your story what 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 is really resonates with me is that it wasn't an organization that helped build. It was people within the community who came together. Yes. If you think of all the young people who may have been sitting on the sidelines, who are part of family members who helped rebuild, they are in turn having a lesson provided to them about what community is and what yes. you do for your next door neighbor, right? When mm-hmm. someone needs help, you reach out and do the best you can. Yes. And not just one person stood up, a whole community stood up and moved forward and assisted and, and uplifted and really as, assisted, right? And so I think that's an important lesson as well for everyone mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a community, but especially young people that are definitely. That's how they learn about community, right? Exactly. And like you saying that takes me back to being from the town that I'm at and that I grew up in there. The town's slogan is volunteering is the way of life. And so like literally they taught us in elementary school in the grade school that, hey, you need to volunteer to help do things. Really, we went on field trips that we couldn't couldn't have afforded. For some people, but because we volunteered and went to our local thrift shops and did different things, everyone was able to go. And literally, that's the community that I'm like, oh my goodness, I love that. And sometimes I I get kind of like down because like at periods we step away from that mentality. Mm -hmm. But I can see that like we can put we can easily go right back into it by starting conversations like we are today. It's like talking about things that are important. Yeah. and moving forward together right yeah you know it's it's about it's about awareness and self-awareness um about your mindset mm. and how how you feel about um where you're at in your space yes. and then looking outside of yourself and mm-hmm. looking at your community and be becoming more self-aware of your community and what is there and then you know, like you say, the volunteering, then looking up, because that's also what's, what is part of a good community is giving service, being of service, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you know, I had the volunteering and I volunteer in my community, um, excuse me, with the seniors, mm-hmm. uh, senior citizens, um, because like children, they are often the people that are forgotten, right? Yes. And certainly need a, a helping hand. So definitely, I love old people. <laughs> me too. Like, I love small children and old people. <laughs> let me tell you, like I can completely get completely get your heart there. My grandmother mm. right now, she's eighty seven, and it, like literally, when I go places and I see someone older, I'm like, hey, let me grab the door for you mm-hmm. because that little act of them, like grabbing the door, helping them up onto the sidewalk, 
it makes their life so much easier. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, with me being a history nut that I am, if we help the next person, they help the generation before us, we're literally starting where they stopped that and we don't have to rebuild from the bottom. 100%. And so like question for you, how, Mm -hmm. how can we make, excuse me, how can we become a better community supporter? Well, I think the first thing is, is certainly looking within your um, current community. So close to home of Mm -hmm. where there are maybe foundations, uh, charities, um, being of service in some way within your community, um, Mm -hmm. you know, volunteering. And then there is just really, you know, just being kind to people, to your next door neighbors, you know, reaching out. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, This is something I think we've, a lot of us have learned during COVID, you know, to just reach out to your next door neighbor and say, hey, I'm going to the supermarket. Do you need anything? Right. I haven't seen you for a couple of days. Are you doing okay? You know, keeping in contact with people um, and just being there as a helping hand. And, you know, that really is is a good way to start. And then Mm -hmm. you move outside of your community because we talk about the world. You and I talk about the world. Yes. (laughs) Right? Is reaching out across cultures, right? Yes. Be interested in other cultures and people that are outside of your general little network and little community that is close to you. Kind of reach out and get to know other people and and learn about them. That is, you know, one step, another step that you can take, right? But I always say, lead your life with gratitude and kindness. I'm with you completely on that, and I love that, and especially with reaching outside, like with going on the world on the global level, Mm -hmm. and. You know, it's because you come from you come from South Africa, Zimbabwe, and the Canadian perspective, all <laughs> yeah. of them. And you know, South Africa and Canada are very similar to the U.S. culturally, as far as like you know, if we look at demographics of things, mm-hmm. and like in like literally in like rural and rural U.S. as well as rural parts that I know of South Africa, I'm you wouldn't see people like you and I normally having a conversation on the street no. <laughs> or, or going to the local coffee shop and getting a coffee together. But it's conversations like this where we can bring both communities together. Mm-hmm. And literally when we're able to like merge our communities together, not saying everybody has to do the exact same thing. No. And actually that's the best part about it. We're not doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And we're able to thrive on a global level. And you said this like before on one of your podcasts about the energy of the entire universe, the energy of the entire universe. Whenever we put off that positive energy and we're vibrate and we're vibrating on a higher frequency, there's nothing that can stop us. And I really like you said this the other day to me about about disease. Disease can only get in whenever there's no vibration. There's nothing there. And literally with our communities, if we're moving that's the vibrational feel because like nothing can get in. It's like, Hey, yeah, I may know Susie down the street may have some issues, but guess what? Susie also has my answer to the, to the thing I need. And Mm -hmm. I think that's one of like, you know, how another way of how we can become a better community of like understanding the resources that we have and like literally across the world. I mean, it's amazing. If we look at every country and what they can bring to the table, and uh-huh. I, I oh, we're so rich in resources across the <laughs> right. Like, right. like 
coffee is one of the things like I'm gonna use that. Co- <laughs> There's so many different like I'm not a major coffee drinker. My partner is, but every time I hear him talk about different like coffees from Brazil and then Colombian coffee as well as like he's talked to me about some Vietnamese coffee. I'm like, wow, this one little thing that can bring so much joy. From <laughs> to other- so many people. Yes. <laughs> Oh my right? goodness! The 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 coffee community, right? They're yes, community, the co- all on their own. <laughs> yes, definitely. Right, and you I, have these you have these wine clubs. Now you've got coffee clubs. You could have coffee clubs as well, as well, right? Exactly. Like, let me tell you, like that has it's been amazing watching him and some of my friends come together and talk about coffee. And like <laughs> literally, like I was like when they start talking about coffee, I kind of like step back and I'm like, you know, this is not my community. I'm just going to support them. <laughs> it's like, hey, I saw this coffee on the grocery store out at the grocery house, <laughs> so I'm gonna get it for you. <laughs> but it's good to see them. They're able to connect on a different level. That's it, right? Yeah. And there again, right, is that there also could be culturally mm-hmm. a little different or, or different anyway, right? Mm-hmm. But they come together on one common property. Yes. One, 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 one item that is common to them and something that they appreciate and enjoy and like, and here you are, two different cultures, and you come together in agreement on something, right? Yes. So, I mean, that's mm. that's community there on its own. Exactly. And if you're able to relate so much more, and that's going to open the conversation on why does your culture do this? And why does your culture do that? Yeah. And I believe once we start getting comfortable, like not saying we have to let all of our walls down right off the bat, but once we get comfortable enough to say, hey, I want to understand why do you do this? Why yeah. do you do that? I remember talking with my grandmother, who is the matriarch of our family, and mm. I believe that she has all the wisdom in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to ask her, I was like, why do we do this? Like, why do we cook with certain ingredients that some of my friends don't cook with? And she said, well, Sam, this is what we had to learn to work with. And that's all we know is this is what we've worked with. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Wow that opens up my mind to other cultures. Like that's what they had to work with. Yeah. And once we start to get that understanding, there's community, that's the building of another community. Well, so you talk about coffee. So let's talk about food Uh because there are people who are foodies, right? Yes. That is a community on their own and guaranteed that if you had a group of people from a whole lot of different cultures, who came together, say, at a dinner table, and they each brought a plate of Mm -hmm. food from their country. Now, people who love food, which is someone like me, and and I love love people. (laughs) So you and I, Sam, are at that party. Yeah. And and then we love different cultures, and we like learning about different people. I mean, can you imagine the connection and conversation at something like that, right? So we all come together. Mm-hmm. as a community, foodie communities from all around the world. And we all come together in something that is common to all of us and something that is common that we all enjoy. And that is food. And yes. we all just are happy because we're yes. our bellies with delicious stuff. <laughs> okay. And next thing you know, we're like, Hey, how do you make this? How do you make that? And <laughs> right. Yeah. Sharing recipes. Yes. Um, right. Yeah. And going into the different supermarkets versus the one that we are just, we're used to going into. 
Mm-hmm. And like, like mm-hmm. I remember my first time like talking about food. I can talk about it all day. <laughs> like, you know, like I remember my first time trying Indian food. I was like, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, this is a little bit spicy. But mm-hmm. after I got past the spice and I started tasting the different flavors, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my goodness. And now like whenever I get like a common cold or something like that, I will literally go find Indian food because I know that it's going to help open up my sinuses and give me the taste that I want to help move me forward. But if I was closed minded and didn't accept that right there, because it's not in here in the South and Southern USA, if it's not fried chicken, it's like, <laughs> it's like, I, like it, I would have just be still sick sometimes because of it. Yeah, I would love to share a little story with listeners just around food and and go ahead. That's how they, you know, I, I've traveled quite extensively. I've I've had the opportunity to travel around the world quite extensively. And something that my husband and I love to do is we will go to the supermarkets. Mm-hmm. And now I've been to China and Japan, and so it'll be countries that you know English is not their first language, mm-hmm. but. We go into the supermarkets and we walk up and down the aisles yeah. and have a look at the different food items that they have, you know, their packaged food items and everything. Um, and I often go to, we have a Japanese supermarket where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, and we often go in there and just walk up and down the aisles and look at all their, you know, their items that they have on the aisles because it's just so interesting to see something that is so different, right? And I think there might be something there that I'll actually enjoy and buy, which we do, Mm -hmm. Uh, potato chips. They have really good potato chips in Japan. So we go Mm. there and buy our potato chips. (laughs) I'm gonna have to go there, I'm gonna have to go find some. (laughs) But that is as well, right? When we talk about food is something I love to do as well, right? Is just see what's on their shelves. You know, right. it just opens you up to more about that culture, right? And again, that is, you're just broadening your own community mm-hmm. that you're living in. You're broadening your own self-awareness and awareness of what is around you. And should I meet any Japanese people? I can talk to them about their potato chips. <laughs> yes. You can be like, like, that is, like, like, I'm like, if you go into my cupboard right now, mm-hmm. I have like a whole chef of uh, just potato chips, you Uh-oh. know. <laughs> I am a major barbecue fan, oh. and my partner is a ma- like, it's a major just regular plain potato chip yeah. fan. And oh. literally, when we go to um, the supermarket, we literally grab it, grab we, we may grab three bags, and they may stay mm-hmm. on the shelf for about a month or two because we, I mean, we grab them as we're eating, um, yeah. as we're eating, like you know, watching a movie or something like that. And yeah. but like literally so i'm gonna have to try uh, a japanese <laughs> potato chip like, well, sam i know why we're friends because i love potato chips <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness man like literally like he'll like, he's probably listening to this probably eating potato chips at the time <laughs> on the road so like <laughs> oh my goodness well sam fam that is the end of part one and you want to hear the rest of the conversation with me and paula talking about community and getting to know uh, you know each one of us a little bit better come on back next week we have another great episode for you where we're going to finish this conversation but until then don't forget to be the best version of you because you're the best you